It's a beautiful day and a fine time for healing. Podcast host Randy Fine, a narcissistic abuse expert and the author of the groundbreaking book, Close Encounters of the Worst Kind, and the captivating memoir, Cliff Edge Road, invites you into her sanctuary, a place where your physical, emotional, and spiritual well-being are all that matter. So put your feet up, relax, and enjoy today's show. And now, here's Randy. Good morning. Thank you for tuning in to listen to A Fine Time for Healing. Well, there are a lot of you that are interested in this show. Today we welcome back special guest Beth Lynch, intuitive consultant, medium, and founder of Inner Light Teaching. Beth shares the power of understanding the relationship between the spirit and the self. She feels that communicating with those in spirit is about helping us as a species evolve to our natural and sacred expression. Beth is dedicated to guiding those to a place in the heart where the power of one spirit is ready to light the way to sacred power and peace. She teaches us the truth of who we are as spiritual and human beings. The journey begins at birth, but there is a source before that we all come from. It is accessing that source daily that helps us live, love, create, and heal the life we truly deserve. Beth is an intuitive consultant, author, medium for those calling upon her for healing uh, and connection to loved ones um, who have crossed over. She is a graduate of Delphi University and the Patricia Hayes School of Metaphysics, Arthur Ford School of Mediumship. And she has a private practice in upstate New York. Well, I'm ready to get started, and I'm sure you are. Good morning, Beth. Welcome. Good morning, Randy. Thank you for having me back. Oh, it's my absolute pleasure. You're very popular here, so <laughs> so um, oh, I might as well I might as well welcome you back. Um, is there anything that you wanted to share with us before we? start with readings well you know i think we're all reflecting and it's been a a very interesting 2020 you know and we've all been forced to whatever isolate reflect um real rearrange and realign who we are and how we respond emotionally and i just hope that people who you know, I work with a lot of people in consulting and, and readings, and I've, I definitely feel that, um, you know, there are people who have gone through it and evolved and found more peace in their life, more simplicity. And then there's some people that are, you know, using the words, I'm depressed, now I'm depressed, and it was, or my anxiety okay. is out of control. And I think Beth, as a keep, species, Beth, we just talking. Re- my phone is going off. I'm going to call in from a different number. Just keep talking. <laughs> okay. Yeah, All no right. problem. And I think as we, when we really believe in who we are as a spiritual being, you know, the spirit, we have to make that alignment to our spirit. Um, It's why we're here. And things like uh, this year, whether we're talking pandemic or political or, you know, the the uprising of, you know, just the, the race and everything that we have to reflect on. If we align to our essence of who we are spiritually, um, then all of those things can heal. Because the spirit is intuitive, it is compassionate, it is intelligent beyond our human capability, and it is also our connection to something eternal or timeless, which helps our you know, mind and even our bodies not create such pressure over time frames that we're doing. If it's not hourly, daily, weekly, monthly, yearly, you know, worrying about retirement in your 20s, uh, you know, you know th- I, I see that. So I think it's just um, if we look back on where we're coming from and where we can go and to believe in the future, to believe that we have a power within us. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay. I just wanted to let you know I'm back. And so, yeah, I hope that people take these hard times 
or these challenging times and watch the thoughts they put toward the past about what we we are still going through, where we've been, and open to a you know a, a divine alignment to something bigger and and not every I would imagine people listening to your show do already uh, look at a bigger picture, but there's people amongst us that don't or are confused by it, and the bigger picture is who we are spiritually. You know, and I was just kind of recapping what the spirit really means, and and it's eternal. So I hope that people do that through all that we've been through. We're winding down the next two months. Let's make twenty twenty one, you know, more beautiful, more more empowered as a species. Let's heal. Mm, a fine time I for so healing. Did you know that? <laughs> It is a, it is a fine time for healing, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I wish I heard more. I'm going to have to listen back when um, after this is uh, in the archives. But um, I'm sure your message is wonderful. Yeah, this has been this is a hard time, and I know like um, the election is really stressing people out. I know it stressed me out, so I had to just turn off the television and stop watching because I couldn't take the back and forth. So. Um, yeah, and the, and if you when you you know I turned it on and I you know for education purposes mostly and uh, and I just said you know after a few days of you know Tuesday night Wednesday I was like you know what we're not hearing anything different we're really hearing back and right. forth back and forth back and forth so I decided not to in the last 24 hours and my 20 year old came downstairs uh, late last night and said mom you won't believe it <laughs> you know and I was so <laughs> I said I'm impressed that you're paying attention you know he wasn't downloading it more like those who maybe have seen where we've come and and you know he's still learning about that and in, in, at 20 years old and you know I think really uh, connecting to it on a a bigger understanding. So I, I was I was proud of him. I told him that I'm proud of you for paying attention and watching and voting. I said, you know, I didn't vote till I was in my 30s and I'm 61 now. So, but I did didn't I didn't even think about it. Actually, it was my late 30s and it was uh actually Marianne Williamson's uh book who I wish was our candidate but can't go there now. Um she was definitely in the running early on or in the, you know, right. whatever that is to get nominated. I love Marianne Williams. But her book, The Healing of America, I read it oh, thirty years ago. And that was the book that made me say, give more toward community, understand community more and family role in community, but also the political. I think that book should be in at least ninth grades, high school, freshman year. Every freshman should be reading The Healing of America. It is an amazing book. If you haven't read it, I highly, highly recommend it. It's it's appropriate then and it's appropriate now. Wow. Okay. Well, thank you for that um, recommendation. I'm sure that it is very appropriate. Um, Would you like to start taking callers? We have so many that are waiting. Okay. Sure. All right. Good. Good morning. This is area code 312. Hi, what is your name? Hey, my name is Tina. Hi, Tina. Welcome to the show. What is your question you. for Beth today? I, I just wanted to know what changes uh, she sees for my career. Um, the first thing, <laughs> hi, Tina. The first thing hi. I saw was you kind of spinning. You were not spinning fast. But you were kind of like, um, almost like in a childlike way, your hands were down, palms were open. This is a very clear visual. And um, you were kind of looking up and just spinning slowly. So I took from that metaphorically, because energy, in energy and, in, and if a spirit is uh, bringing it into me or is it just me picking your energy up, a little bit of both probably, um, it, it shows not a... I don't feel there's a mad rush for anything, but I do feel that your dreams are very important that they're clear because your dreams, remember, are thoughts and they have an emotional um, connection. There's an emotion to these thoughts. So I don't want you to, I would say I don't think you should give up on change as much as um, get, there, you're going to be walking through a door. I mean, I don't know what you do, but it's the symbolism of a briefcase. I don't know if you really carry a briefcase, but it's like I feel I got to say I's are dotted, T's are crossed, and go for it. You know, it's not about me knowing what it is as much as what you want. Go for it. Proposal. What is this paper in front of me with you? What do you do? Do you want to tell us? Or I, I work with a lot of numbers. Um, I'm an investment analyst, so I work with a lot of numbers. 
So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's the papers. I do feel, because of seeing you walking out a door and into another one, I see a, the suitcase. So, you know, a lot of times a vision can run anywhere from three weeks to, you know, three months that's this recent, that's this strong. So if you have any interesting uh I don't know, interesting uh, things that you want to make happen. It isn't, you know, I tell people all the time, your future isn't written in stone. You're creating your future. And the more we wonder, I don't really feel that you're just wondering what is like in this way I'm putting it out. But if we don't think we know, it's okay not to know, but it's very important to be resonating in the shifts for your highest good or your, you know, divine possibilities because you want to raise the frequency and you don't want to be at the mercy of, you know, where we are even economically as a species right now because, you know, Mm -hmm. I know I've stayed busy through all of this. You know, I've done 100% remote work now. I used to be maybe 40, 60, 60 in person, 40 remote. Now it's pretty much 100%. So you got to believe that this can happen. You're going to be going through a revolving door. I don't know. To me, I guess I want to just say quickly that there might be something that's an opportunity from a past person or colleague that comes your way, but you're still going to move forward in it. So I don't know if it's somebody you used to work with that's somewhere else and they're going to offer you, you know, or say, look, you should check this out. That I, I would be ready. I'd be open to that if I was you. Okay. I'm kind of be working. I work from home 100% now. Um, I was just trying to figure out when there will be an opportunity because I'm trying to take on more of a leadership role, not a manager per se, but um the next step up, and mm-hmm. I was trying to figure out until someone vacates the position, the position would not be open. So I was just trying to figure out what the timeline may be for that to happen. Well, that's probably, so, yeah, I felt, you know, three weeks to, you know, three weeks to three okay. months, which isn't, that may okay. seem like a big window, but you got to get things moving and maybe have to give notice and things that you got to do. You're not looking at, you know, I mean, to me, that kind of thing, it's coming. If you don't know what it is, you need to sit every day and say, I am ready, and I am ready for this mm-hmm. higher opportunity. Don't worry about all those details. You can't figure that out in your head. It is energetic. Okay. And when you align to the energy, the, pos- the opportunity presents itself, and it won't be a year away. It's three weeks, three months you might get. You're going to get something that's going to give you that opportunity to go around that revolving door. It's going to be a quick revolve. You've got to look back and go and then turn and go in. So that's where okay. I think the past, someone from the past may offer this to you. Okay. Thank okay. you. Thank you okay. for calling in, Tina. I appreciate thank it. You. Thank you. Thank you. you, can listen. Thank you I'm going to put you on hold and you can listen if you want. <clears throat> okay. We have another from the same area code, 312. Good morning. What is your name? Hello? Don't miss your opportunity. Hello? (coughs) Hello. Okay. We're going to move on. Okay. Um, Let's move on. There are many people waiting. Okay, good morning. This is area code 917. How are you? What is your name? Two in a row. I don't understand. Don't understand what's going on. Hello. Okay. Almost like they're muted. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I was getting. Okay. I'm okay. getting getting Bob as I'm sitting here. Okay. <laughs> you have a okay. Robert in spirit, Randy. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Me, a Bob. Hmm. Yeah. I have to think about yeah. that. <laughs> uh, good morning, Erica two six seven. Are you there? Hello. 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 Yes. Hi. 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 You're you're up. You're up. What is your name? (laughs) Oh, hi. My name is Donna, and I live in Pennsylvania. Okay. Hi, Donna. Hi. Hello, Donna. Welcome. And what what is your question for Beth? Okay. Um, I would just like to know. Do you see anything um relationship wise? Um, I, I, like these love, questions love that, relationship. Yeah, are you in one now? And why do I see a baby on your hip? Do you have a little one? 
No, um, I have a seven-year-old granddaughter, but I have a, a co-worker that I'm with constantly all day, and she's pregnant. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Um, well, hmm, baby on the hip, your granddaughter's seven. Um, do you babysit for the seven-year-old or watch her a uh, Sometimes, yes. Because um, yeah. she, she basically it, her mom lives five doors down, but my son has. He, she's mainly at our house. Yeah, I think that's probably the reference to the child. It's maybe not a baby, but a child. You know, like when you pick a kid up and you kind of got them on your hip, and you know they're they're there. They're part of your life, and I see that. And I'm also getting a lot of father energy around you. So I don't know if he's in spirit or there's a father figure or a grandfather. It would have to be right in that that family right Gra- there, that area. Grandfather. Yeah, my father still alive, so it's grandfather. Okay. Um, now, were you close with him? Because he seems to want to keep going. Uh, showing me giving a dollar, like when you give a dollar or something, you know, to the kids, and I don't know if that's something you're doing a lot of or he used to do it with you, but it's almost like money and not to worry about money. I also feel to give you that message. So we got to go there before you go to relationship. And um, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that that should be him. Yeah, I don't know if he used to help you out financially or just used to give you a buck. You know, I don't know exactly. I can't say I know, but I know he's making his presence pretty strong. And you know, don't worry about money and don't worry. You know, don't worry. You know, you got to remember, and it's interesting. He's bringing up money. Money's an emotional relationship. It's just like a person in your life and how you look at it and view it. So when you ask the question, "Is there a what do I see?" Um, I see that you had to walk away from something kind of difficult. I don't know if that was last month or last year, but I felt um, moving. you had to move away. Do you understand what that is? Because it feels pretty intense. Um, I had to move away from a relationship. I mean, he's still there, but he, he he's in the Army Reserves, and that's weird that you said that because just a, a few weeks ago, and he's coming in today, as a matter of fact, and mm-hmm. when when I was a little bit distant about two years ago, well, we both were, um, he uh, met someone and he, I think from what I, because I, I had spoke with an, another psychic um, one time and, and the, from what I understand, um, he has a thing for her, but she don't for him and he's, he has financial problems. You know, and he. All right, you know what? You're pretty much being told not to. No, 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 reader, no buddy, no, you, that your grandfather wouldn't tell you to walk away from someone, but they definitely can bring forth enough, enough energy to say, look at this. You know what I mean? And you're putting all your power into maybe what he wants, where you got to claim your own power and let that, because sometimes in a relationship that another person. That may it may seem like it's falling off or going separate. Um, will you know? Will a person will run to catch up to you energetically? You know, you have to have the clear mind. Do you want him in your life? It isn't what the universe says that's going to happen. That question poses. I don't know, and I don't know what or what I want or what's going to happen is is a powerless energy that you put out. So being aware of that is very important. Because now you're going to be able to say, you know, divine communication. You want to be able to communicate in this relationship from its highest place. Because if not, why would you want to be in it? You know, right. See, we and you have, can't make we have no communication that way. Yeah, divine communication means I accept nothing less than the highest communication in this relationship. And you give it a few few days few weeks at the most when you're putting out a mantra you're setting a clear energy intention the universe works on magnetics and emotion it is not a concrete story written for you you have the free will to choose this do you want to carry his suitcases or do you want to see how it will work if you do not carry his suitcases that's what i would suggest then you're going to see the manifestation probably pretty quick because then that frees you to be open to another relationship or right. this one well, will heal. Yeah, because I, I've been I've well, I've been healing for a while, but um, when he calls, he comes in because where, where he goes to army duty at is right around the corner from me, and he calls me every time, and I didn't even know he was with anybody. He he wasn't, 
and then I guess he he was again. And I, I said, no, you only come call me when you're, and this went on for about a year, um, when you go to Army duty. And it's once a month, but I'm thinking, not, I you know, I want more than that. So, yeah, you know. I'd say hold your I'm ground, like, you know. Hold your ground, what you want, and let it, you know. Let it unfold, but you got to be communicating in your highest place for this to, to, for the truth, you know? It already sounds like it's, you know, exactly what was said in the beginning. You kind of had to leave it. You were, you know, you're kind of forced to, and then you get all that information, and then you're wondering if you want to be with them again. Think about that. That's giving away power, not walking in your power. Walking in your power doesn't mean defensive or get, say, get lost. It means I'm going to walk in my power, I'm going to communicate from my highest place, and if he doesn't equal that, then it'll show you. You know, sometimes it's an argument that shows you. Sometimes it's just, I can't do this anymore, and it's a conversation, and everybody gets it. You know what I mean? And that's where you want to be. It's probably just a matter of a couple weeks before you really know what you want in this relationship. And then you'll be, you know, you'll be free for another one, but... Some people wonder, is there anyone? It doesn't matter. There always is someone. There's always going to be a, a magnetic connection with somebody. But most people ask that when they're still, you know, swimming in a pond with somebody else. Well, how can you – you don't look the other way when you're swimming in the pond. That's how I'm shown to tell you. I think you're going to move on personally, but, you know, unless he jumps up and really starts showing you some true communication, which he has not. Oh, okay. So it, it, what, what you were – it has to do with money? Well, money was part of it in the beginning. It was kind of a message or, you know, your grandfather, I think, stepped in and said, and you can look at money the same way. Every thought you have about it, you know, every the relationship you have with it is emotional. So if you're thinking, I don't know, I never have enough, will I ever have enough, you're aligning to lack instead of aligning to um, opportunities to create more, you know. So that's where you got to watch that emotional and the same thing in a relationship when you're wondering about a person is he ever going to be is he ever going to want me is he ever going to you know want to be committed well that's like that's the frequency of the relationship that immediately shows no communication that's not a relationship you want to be committed in you have to shift it you only can shift yourself but that energy is running between you just like the emotional relationship you have with finance we can never imagine enough dollar bills that would supply us what we so need and what we so, so, so deserve. So we got to get out of the word money and say the energy of the relationship with finance. And that starts to take, you start to gain power in that. And you think differently with it. And then those thoughts create alignment to opportunities to create more. It's the problem with our species. We're too dependent on a system that can't do it anymore. It's a big issue. Uh, because that's like, not um, just you. That's not you. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm the type. Because I think he's more into that's that's him. The, the money thing. Because um, we, well, the the woman has money, a lot of money. So mm-hmm. maybe he's trying to tell me he's with oh, her that's because definitely. Yeah, well, then, you know, would you even want him in your life if that's how he looks at things? <laughs> I'd say not. That answers your <laughs> no, question. Says, okay, we're going to have to we're going to have to move forward. But thank you so yeah. much for calling in. I appreciate it. Divine communication and let it unfold. Divine <clears throat> communication. It'll show you in a few days. Okay, thank you so much. Okay. Thank you, Donna. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're welcome. Okay. Let's see. Um Hmm. The next one would be 860. Okay, here we go. Hello? Good morning, 860. Yes, hello. What is your name? Good morning. This is Amala. Um, hi, Beth. How are you? Hi, I'm good, thanks. Good. So it's Amala? Okay, so Amala? Amala? Yes, you got it right. You okay. got it right. Good. So okay. um, I actually have, you know, I'm glad what you were talking to this person before me because um we can get skip right to the point it's interesting you're talking about energy and i'm just wondering um why is this person keep on like i'm very intuitive myself but seriously in the last two weeks um this person's name i'm going to just call him a he's been popping up a lot do you feel like he's coming back to me to commit 
or is it just some residual? I don't even know, but it's really strong, and I'm not yearning for him. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a, two and a half years with him, on and off. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, does he have some issues, like, with addiction or something? Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I felt like the, the uh, and I saw a vision that makes me see that when I do healing work too, actually leaving a body. It's kind of interesting, but that's a whole nother conversation. Okay. Um, so I feel like, you know, w- when someone's in an addiction frequency, they're in a low frequency. Um, I don't okay. feel you're, I feel you're in a higher frequency. So magnetically exactly. he will draw to yeah. higher frequency because he needs to supply his energy um, you know, okay. it's like dark does need light, but it doesn't know yeah. how to light itself up. That's right. And that's the he needs, you know, he may have the intention of really caring about you, maybe even loving you, but I don't know if, I don't think he knows what to do with you. <laughs> okay. And I think you need to, um, you know, you want to be there for people when they have issues like this. Um, or, but, you know, at some point, Oh, God, I hate to say it like this. He just needs to put his big boy pants on. He's got, he's got, there's a lot of people out there like that, okay? Or big girl yeah. panties or something. I mean, yeah, but he's, he, you know, it's a different dynamic relationship with you two. He need, he's more needy than you are. And that's not a bad thing. If he would realize that, he could actually stop the cycle, you know, and, right. and honor it. Right. right. But okay. you do that for him. You 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 tend to do that for him. So he he comes back for that, and it doesn't mean it's not like he doesn't love or care about you. But if he doesn't know what to do with that kind of love, and you do know yeah. what to do with it, and as an empath, you know empaths kind of sometimes feel, oh, I'm so empathic. Empathic is your intuition. It's a blessing. It's a yeah. It's telling yeah. you something. If we make it look like a burden, it can't help and support us to recognize things. So know your empath empathetic energy is your power not your oh i'm just you know i feel bad or i feel so somebody you like to take care of people i know so do you feel like a committed partnership coming in and when might that be happening because of course there'll always be one but you gotta get you you can't be floating around in something that is not going to be able to be a true commitment equally which is what so far i've seen does it Put it, yeah. If he put his big boy, I hate to say it like that because it really is. But I think that's he, it's time for him. He's still maybe in the place he could. And I think there's some people when they're dealing with addiction do get past the point where it is going to be much more than just making some conscious choices. You know, there's physical, you know, weaning, and it still can happen. But people who are dealing with addiction, I'm sorry, but mainstream therapy has get, made them weaker. No, I totally And I work with a lot of people. Yeah, I just, I just, you know, I I think you just answered my question in the sense of, like, he's popping up because I am empathic, and you said about the light and the dark. So I'm going to, I'm going to choose to move on, like, but it's so, so strong in the last two weeks. I'm just like, why? Oh, energy is, let me tell you, right now it's so powerful. The last month has been the communication is a whole nother level. The veils are thin and you're feeling it. So know that that's a power that you're recognizing maybe more of his need of, of light. So I would suggest always sending him light, but also say divine acceptance and, you yeah. know, you're accepting yeah. a higher good. Look at if he gets clean, gets his head on his big boy panties on and comes back in a couple months ready to rock with you, you would know that. But he has to take, it has to be a separation before that might even happen. And by then you might have already moved on because I do feel somebody will come in rather quickly when you completely free yourself energetically. Okay, so that, it has nothing to okay. do with physically. Right. So energetically, like. Physically, you, think, like, you could be separated, but energetically still keep yourself connected. That's really what happens. Got it. No, that makes complete because of the sense. Thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keep your Energy thoughts doesn't... about him limited. Okay. What did you just say? What's the? I love what you just said. Divine what? To keep in mind to divine like acceptance. Divine, divine acceptance. Divine acceptance. I um, like that. Okay. Yeah, and just see okay. yourselves 
standing smiling and, you know, you're divinely accepting the higher good for the relationship, which would be maybe you moving on and him finding some way to get it together without in a need, you know, love and a need energy will break. It always will. It can't, it can't sustain it. Um, you know, someone gets tired of being needed and someone will never be supplied enough to feel you know, that need is met. So we, it's a crash course basically going to happen. So that might be part of your dynamic in there. And now you're going to move on and then, and, and he'll run like heck to catch up or you're going to open to a new relationship. I think in two months you're going to have somebody new anyway. Oh, wow. So like by January? Yeah, I feel somebody new coming in. Strong, masculine, very strong. Wow. Well, I'm excited. Thank you so much. This was wonderful. I love what you – you're a really great teacher. Thank you so much for all your – Thank you. Thank you. Aww, thank you teacher. so much. Thank you, Amala. Yeah, thank, thank you, you Amala, for calling in. Happy okay, Friday. have a good day. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> yeah, Beth, you really <laughs> do have that gift of, you know, not only do you have the insight, um, but you have the teaching. Let's try this one again. Erica215, good morning. Are you there? Hi. Hi. Okay. I think Hi. we tried you before and you might not have been there. Hi. What is your name? Natalie. Natalie. Good Hello, morning. Natalie. Good morning. What is your question for Beth today? Um, I would like to know, I'm currently eight months pregnant, and I just wanted to know if me and the father are going to end up working things out after I have the baby. Well, listen, babies do one thing. They bring up what needs to be faced, and they bring out the mama bear. And you need to stay in mama bear mode and not worry. If he can be a good father, that would be all the more reason to want him in the child's life. That doesn't, there isn't, like I say, and I say it a lot, there's not a concrete answer, yes or no here. It's going to depend on if he is going to, if you guys are going to be in a divine alignment to be as a couple, intelligently, emotionally, and then physically. But this will come through your spirit. The power of being a mother, there are no words. Okay, there are no words. I was a mother at 40 years old, so I went through a lot of my life out without being a mother. And it is sacred. It is powerful. It will give you the love that no other man will ever. Are you having a boy? <laughs> no, I'm having a girl. <laughs> oh, you're having a girl? Okay. Well, no man can give you, so let me word it like that. No man can give you the love that you can experience with a child. I'm sorry. They, we need them for that, but um, <laughs> to make it happen. And that's not to diminish their role by any means, but you have, you have a desire to be loved. This child will be enough. And if he's going to fit into that picture, it's going to take communication, from you too. It's going to be a devotion, not because you, someone feels they need or have to be there. You're already past that, so that's got to be about him. You're carrying this child. You know what I mean? You're in the role. You're Mother Bear, all right? You're going to protect this child, love this child, teach this child survival instincts, intuitive instincts, or survival. So that's what I feel. And less, and, you know, is he in your life now? Um, I feel you're always looking out the window for him. Yeah, I mean, we haven't been really talking because we were fighting a lot, so we chose to not talk that much until my due date. So mm-hmm. been kind of well, difficult. Well, it says uh, it says something right there. He already stepped out. I mean, yeah. you know, think about you and the baby, and if he's going to be a part of it, it's going to be for the higher good of you and the baby. That's the way to look at it. You can gain power from this. You don't need, you know, and, and, and hopefully he steps up to do what he needs to do. But you don't, he, you're pregnant, and, and you've already agreed to step out because you were fighting. Fighting is insecurities coming out. Fighting is insecurities coming out, needing to be discussed. And somebody doesn't want to hear it. So then anger and emotion can surface. And then you have to be, you know, I'm, you know, and everybody starts matching that vibration. Choose not to. Choose to be open to the higher good and the divine possibilities for you and your child. If he's going to fit into that formula, then he's going to be in your life and you're going to look at each other. And the last thing 
people should be doing is fighting in front of their child. You teach them how that's normal. And it's a big problem. And ask anybody who's a teacher right now. They see it every day. Yep. You yep. have the it's somebody you will be loved. Know that, but you got to love yourself more than you need this love. And you already have this little innocent beautiful being in you that will love you more than anyone probably could. But it doesn't mean you're going to be alone. You're going to draw somebody in that vibration then. Who knows how to love? A mother and a child and a woman. You have to put yourself on the pedestal. It isn't about yeah. him. And if he wants to come, right. you know, give you a rose while you're standing at that pedestal, then he's the one. And if right now it is not an answer, right now the answer does not look that way. Yeah. But let him be a good father and friend. There's nothing wrong with that. At this point, as you start stepping up and putting yourself on the pedestal with your baby, guess what? He may start to come along into that frequency. Look at it as a frequency. And okay. you're going to get strong. And I have a children's meditation I'd love to send you. I don't know how I would reach her, Randy, if I could. But it's an, I'd um, give it to you as a gift. Um, you place your hands on okay. your belly and you listen to it for 12 minutes. It's beautiful. I mean, okay. if you want to get, do you want to give us your email here? Or you want me to just add that to the show page? Would you like to give oh, us your email? She could, you. she could email you can email okay. me at innerlight444 at gmail and just say you, you mentioned the children's meditation, and then I'll send you more info, and I'll give you the link to it. Okay. And you can start now, and it goes up. You're welcome. You'll, you'll love it. I'm telling you, in three days, you're going to feel like a different uh, a mother of all mothers. It's just powerful. It came oh. to me when I was three months pregnant meditating. Oh, thank you. Okay. Um, you're welcome. Good luck with the baby. And um, I hope everything works out for you. Okay, I'm going to put you back on hold. Uh, Okay. Was there anything that you wanted to say, Beth, in between all of this while we Um, keep going? I I do notice that a lot of the calls are wondering about future and wondering. And I tell people, you know, wonder wonder about – take the energy of wonder and visualize yourself happy. Visualize – like, for instance, for her, she could visualize herself walking her baby in a stroller, happy. Um, visualize yourself in a, in a career that you're, you're walking through the door and you're happy. And take out where, when, why, and how and when. Because when you add those questions, you drop your frequency and you lose alignment. When people practice these little, and you know, Randy, you teach them too. When they practice these little things, it is amazing in three days the difference that you can start to feel. And then you start to align to those opportunities or the relationship actually starts communicating better and people work things out or they recognize they shouldn't. You know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. they can be two happy homes instead of one unhappy. These things are all going to happen. There's not a human walking around that doesn't face it at some time. But all the – we have – like Einstein, imagination is more important than knowledge. We limit ourselves with what we think we knowing that he would step in and maybe be, you know, there in their lives doesn't mean it's going to be happy or that it's not. So you want to be more clear if this is for the higher good for me and my child. We will he you know, he will we will be, you know, under the same roof maybe. If not, we will be two happy relationship you know, two separate homes but being good parents. I mean Imagine if people made that choice and some of the things we see, how, how much easier it could be for people. And she deserves that. Her oh, baby deserves oh, my that. gosh, yes, absolutely. Right. We don't want unhappy families. We don't want chaos and confusion and anger in the family um, because it ruins children. I mean, it's so hard for them to to um, to heal from that as adults. So you want peace for your child. It's so important. I, I agree with you 150%, Beth. Good, good message. Okay. Um, let's go to this person. Good morning, 917, area code. What is your name? Hi, uh, my name is Ashil. Ashil? Yeah. Okay. Good morning, Ashil. Hi, what, um, what is your question for Beth today? My question is, do you see any changes coming up for me in terms of my career? 
Mm-hmm. And like I was just saying, Ashiel, I don't know if you were hearing, but putting the question out. Sometimes when the people put a question out to an intuitive, they already know the answer, and they know something's going to happen, and, and it has to happen. And then sometimes they really just don't know. And I say, when you align to the divine opportunity in my career, and you take that mantra, I am open to the divine opportunities in my career. Because I feel like I don't know whose hand stops you do you is there someone that you feel is in the way of you moving forward in your career not that i know of what not that all I right know of. what's this hand do you stop yourself no there's a huge hand that kind of stops and i don't and i don't know if that's just the perspective that you carry or an actual person that you feel doesn't allow you to grow the way you want to grow in that field but to me, you're not going to be, you're not stuck. You just want to, you, you know, I don't know if you want one, two, three, four in a line to tell you, but that doesn't happen. Be more, I don't know, put it out there. I see you with a piece of paper, putting it out there, put it out there. I don't know what you do, but I also getting something, and I got to say this, and I don't know if you're a good cook or if I got somebody in spirit that actually was very good at cooking, even in a, in a well, it, I don't know if it's a mother or grandmother, but I also mother, feel father, father energy. Mother. I don't know. you got people around you. Yes, my mother probably. Mm-hmm. My mother probably. And she was a good cook? Yes. She was a good cook? Yes, she was. Yeah, and she's in spirit, right? Yes. Okay, so she's showing you she's here. She's using this opportunity to tell you, I'm here, I'm here. Okay, and uh, all all the cooking. I mean, I, do you cook good too? Because I don't know what there's there's a second thing about cooking. No, do you not have really. something? I'm learning. I'm, I'm just learning how to cook, actually. Oh well, then that's what she's telling you that she sees that you're doing it. She's bringing it up towards you too. So that's what I wasn't sure if you were already good at it. So she sees that you're doing that. She's very proud of you. And she touches your face with her hand and says, "Just believe, whatever you want is out there." And she shows me the yellow brick road, you know, the reference to door, the Wizard of Oz. The yellow brick road is, you know, everything we could imagine. She says you don't have to lay the bricks. They're already laid for you. Go, go, just go forward. That isn't, shouldn't even be a question for you anymore. That's, not, you know, the divine opportunities. You have the knowledge. And are you thinking about applying at a different place or applying at something or putting a resume somewhere? Um. Right, right now, I'm self-employed, but uh, I just mm-hmm. felt like there's some changes coming up, but I don't know exactly what it is, to be honest with you. I just mm-hmm. feel like, you know, something's going to happen, you know, with, you know not as we move forward to the new year. But I, I, I don't know. I just have a feeling that I'm getting, you know. Yeah, it's not black and white. There's a whole lot of gray here, you know, and that means just be open to it because you're right, it is coming. And if you feel to put a resume somewhere, you should put the resume somewhere or apply. I don't know what what would a you know a work what the wording is that you would need, but go for it. Don't sit and wait for it to just to happen. I do feel there's some footwork needed, and it isn't much. It's just looking, you know, and being aware. You know what you do or what you might want to do. I would imagine. So go into that arena and put it out there. Three months at the most. Okay. Three months at the most you have before this happens. But you know, some th- people sit back and said. Like you just said, I feel something's coming, I feel, but they don't do anything. They don't, like, take a look at something or go to a a website, HR. I mean, everybody has different things, you know. I I, I was a hairdresser and then a medium, so I didn't have to have resumes, <laughs> you know. Thank God, because I do not fit in that box at all and <laughs> never have. But, um and but I was always open to different opportunities. I had people approach me to come to their salon. You know what I mean? And I didn't even know they existed because I've always been open to grow. And that's what I feel you your mother is saying, just be open to it and it's going to happen. But don't, you know, don't not do something. No, if that means mentally putting it out there. I am open. Just say that every day and be happy cuz by January definitely you already feel the month. Yeah, the reason Keep I was cooking, just mother said. it's because, as I said, uh, you know, I have an online business, um, but, uh, you know, it's been a little quiet because of what's going on right now. But, uh, you know, I just feel like I don't know if it's going to, you know, I'm going to take a different direction or I don't know. It just right now, it's not too clear to me, but I just feel well, like. 
just keep creativity. I don't know what it is you want to do or yeah, what I you do creative. do if I'm you creative. do you want. Yeah, it's very creative. So you're going to stay in that lane for sure. So use the mantra, I allow my creative abilities to create my abundance. It, give it permission. This is all in your mind. Okay. It's all in your head. Everybody's is anyway. But how old are you? 38. Oh, okay. I was thinking 28. I had my eight there. All right. Yeah, 30-somethings. You're very intuitive. You're very creative. And um, sadly, society hasn't allowed you to really express that to the most high potential you have. So you take that reign and you do it because you're going to. Okay. And I see a new a – new, okay. do you have a house? Because I feel a home around you. Uh, I would love to have one. You know, I live in New York City. I have an apartment, but my goal eventually oh. is to have my own home. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're well. Just, you know, don't worry about the address right now. Just know that it's going to be there. I, I feel within a, a year and a half, you'll be able to put put something down on it. Sounds good. So whatever you're doing, you're going to be doing it well. Okay. <laughs> well, that's, that's good. Thank, thank, you, Ashe- thank you for calling, Ashiel. I, pr- I appreciate thank it. Thank you. Sure. Okay. Okay. Uh, Okay. Good morning, Erica Code Five Hundred Nine. What is your name? Hi. Uh, my name is Erica. Erica, hi. Welcome. What is your question for hi. Beth? Um, I'm very excited to speak with you guys. I'm at the store. <laughs> people were listening to my audio, and then it's like these guys walking by, and they're so shocked. They're like listening. <laughs> it was so funny. I'm like, it's a podcast. <laughs> And one of them is cute, I hear. (laughs) I don't know if they all were, but I thought one you thought was cute. I don't know. Um, So my question is um, regarding my brother. Um, He's out of the country, but um, before he left to study abroad, we um, got into a little car incident, and um, I've been trying oh, to fix his car. I, I was going to say the steering wheel. What's up with the steering wheel? I see a steering wheel. Okay, keep going. I'm sorry. I was just like, ooh, okay. <laughs> and, so what was um, so my uncle, Yeah, my, my uncle's helping me with it, and he's telling me that the car is pulling a lot, and it's, like, using too much energy. He's afraid that the transmission there's something wrong with the transmission or something. And I was just like wondering if we're going to be successful fixing the entire car to where it, you know, goes back to normal. Um, Because, you know, I'm just wondering, I did have a tow truck move it recently. They checked the car and there was nothing wrong with it. When we like, it was just like the bumper and stuff when we got into the small wreck um, and then recently I had a tow truck move it, but I feel like he wasn't gentle enough. He wasn't like, I don't know, like I just felt like he did a horrible job and I'm kind of afraid that he damaged the car in the process of moving it. So that's what I'm thinking. But like I said, my uncle said that we're going to have to lift the car and just check it more thoroughly to see why the car is like acting up. And I just wanted to get mm-hmm. clarification on that. Yeah, I mean, immediately before you even said the car, I, I saw a steering wheel, and I could almost see, like, uh, 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 like a jerky feel to it. So I wasn't sure if you were going to say you mm-hmm. had, you know, he had a car accident or something. But then when you said that, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. there's definitely a second opinion needed. And I don't know if your uncle is the second opinion. But I also feel that there could be some legal things going to be involved. So you need to get, like, someone to look at it maybe another tow company just or question and ask them you know if you if they wouldn't mind giving you you know is it possible that um, damage could be done from being towed because this was not a problem before I think you know that there might be something that you might get compensated for but you're going to have to go you know not to their brother-in-law's business but to another not your not on your end but I mean like a tow company it would give you a, you know, well, it is possible that that could happen. Or, you know, I think that's what you're going to hear. Because I could feel the steering yeah. wheel, like, almost, it was very bizarre to me to feel that, that strongly. So when you said that the tow truck and the now it's pulling, it was like, yeah, that's what I was getting. So you're, you might want to just get that second opinion. Um, 
mm-hmm. it might become a money pit. So before you start going down that line, maybe just make some calls and say, look, you know, some another company, don't say who, told me, and is it possible for damage to be done? And I don't know if it's, it'd be nice if you knew somebody like that knows somebody so you don't have to. It's like when you have a friend who's a, a you know, someone yeah. who's a lawyer and you can ask question without a full you know have you know it i just think you'll you'll get your answer i think you need that answer before you go any further because i feel there's some yeah. uh, a little money pit thing going to happen here i don't know okay. but you know it's do about you feel money. yeah do you feel like um the company did was at fault the tow truck that came you know, I just yeah, because of the way I felt with the steering when you didn't when I didn't even know what you were going to ask. I just felt so uh, 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 with the steering wheel. And that wasn't mm-hmm. a problem before. And then when you when yeah. you said it, I knew what I saw meant something about the steering which could mean they dam- they did some damage, you know, in the underneath there and maybe the steering column yes. cuz don't they have to lock those things in or something? You know, that, the that's thing what I'm is, feeling, yeah. I, mean, I usually pick yeah. up things like that, but I already was before you even said what it was. So it meant somebody's trying mm-hmm. to help you out up there. Yeah, to me, um, the, the car was up in bricks. It was in set up in two bricks because we didn't want the tires to damage while it was sitting. So this guy, the tow truck, when he came, he didn't even unlift the car down. He just literally yanked the car and moved it from the bricks, like didn't even. So to me, that's oh. just reckless. You don't do that. So, too, yeah. that's why I feel so, like you said, strongly that he did damage the car mm-hmm. um, underneath. And right. I was thinking about going through the legal route, um, hiring or going through, like, some legal aid thing and going through without even telling him, like, just going forward oh, legally. Don't tell him because, I just feel yeah, like, you don't want to. Yeah, I just feel like yeah. he, he did. Now that I'm hearing that before this, before the that tow truck, um, did it, you know, and to me, it's like, I paid you service. It was a hundred dollars to get the car towed. Like you should know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like he wasn't ethical. Yeah. He didn't, you know, he didn't have, he was just trying to get yeah. the job done quick and easy. And in the process, mm-hmm. he damaged my car. So do yeah, your ground right? Yeah. Do your groundwork and get other opinions and then move forward with that. Because you're mm-hmm. probably right. If that's the feeling that you have and Beth has it, then probably that's what's going on. Okay, we're going to move forward. Good luck with that. Thank you. Appreciate you calling yeah, in. Yeah, thank you good so luck. much. Have a good day. <clears throat> Bye-bye. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Good morning. Uh, good morning, area code 210. What is your name? Yes, this is Pearl from Texas. Pearl Hi, from Pearl. Texas. Hi, Pearl from Texas. Hello. What is your, my question what is, is your regarding? Question for um, okay. Thank you. My question is regarding. Um, I've been rolling around the thought of what is it going to take to kind of move things. You know, when with um, in, in this coronavirus world, um, I have to be careful with my health. So I've most of my business I'm doing from home, and it's slowed down. So I'm entertaining ideas whether I should move, what should I, or maybe I should just stay and we should, we've been here quite a while. Uh, should we move forward and um, to open business up and have things flow again? And so what do you see for mm-hmm. um, business in the future? And this idea I keep rolling around in my head that maybe if we move, that would change, you know, the environment, open the flow up again. Mm-hmm. Well, I can tell you, you don't need to physically move to make that happen, um, but you want to be able to trust intuitively that you're making a decision that you feel from your heart, from you feel, it's like every fiber in your being. To me, it's almost like you're, stay put right now, Um in about three months, you might look at this a little differently, but I want you to start saying like, you know, what do you do? Do you help people? I feel like you help people. I don't know what you do, but and con- well, I don't know. A, that's, what cor- can- that's what coronavirus has turned into. I'm, I'm a cancer survivor, so I've, I've been doing that more than I've been doing, um, you know, the field that I'm trained for, which is real estate, because I can't really go out mm-hmm. in the world right now. But I keep these cancer uh, people who are going through cancer keep coming to me <laughs> out of nowhere. So. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and I mean, 
I think I was feeling strongly you should be meditating. I don't know if you do already. Um, I'm always willing to share. Actually, my app goes live on 11.11, and I have a meditation app, and I can't wait till I can just say, oh, go to my app. You know, <laughs> it's so much easier than me texting and emailing all these links all the yeah. time. So that's yes, going to happen soon, 11.11, I'm supposed to be live with my meditation app and more. There will be more things on it than that. But, um, the, you know, I just feel the next three months it's more stay put, but I feel in three months you're going to reevaluate and you may start to think about moving. But, you know, sometimes moving physically isn't always the answer. Move the energy first so it tells you and aligns you to the physical move that you're supposed to make or would would be more, uh, you know, we got to start looking that we want to be creative. We want to be at peace. We want to be, we want to simplify and in simplicity, there's so much power. So keep that alignment, but I do feel you're supposed to help people. So, and I almost like something about nonprofit and I know in nonprofit things, you can, you know, get compensated. So I don't know if there's some arena for that for you to start something, but you're still, you know, I, I think you give, I think you have a lot to offer, maybe more than you know, professionally for people. Well, I just don't know how to make. I don't and know how to make money at it. Immune, meditation keeps your immune system up, so I don't see why everybody isn't just stopping and doing something every single day to align themselves and visualize good health. And I mean, we cannot run from every virus and cold that's going to happen. It that is draining and depressing. You know, as a species, as they say, we've evolved technically but not spiritually. But in our spirit is, you know, health, perfection, strong immunity, anxiety can't live in the spirit. And if we know that relationship, then we're giving ourselves everything we possibly can to be immune to these things, to be fearless in these things. You know what I mean? And that's where we have to get to. And and devotion to it is what gets us there. So I'd really like to see you start meditating, just kind of like slide for a few months. Um, you know, I, I mean, if you can't go on showings because it's too risky, then you can't. I'm not going to tell you that's what you need to do. But in that kind of industry, mm-hmm. you know, that's what you need to do, you know, and whether you can suit up and <laughs> get out there. But that's not what I'm telling you to do. I'm just saying it's, you know, that's tough. I have my very close friend is a realtor, so I know what she's had to deal with, you know, and go in well, and blend gloves. I'm intuitive, and I kind of sense where I should go and not go. But I have a toughest time with meditating because I try to do it daily a couple times. But the mental clatter is clutter is just so. I've got to find some kind of a zone that I can get into because it's just the talk won't stop. Yeah. Well, you got to email me at uh, innerlight444 at gmail. I'll send you mine. I've had, I get the toughest people meditating because it's not about stopping the chatter. It's about the breath. First, you have the intention. You utilize the breath, and all the mind will do that, not to say others don't, but also going into the inner light of your heart, which is the source of energy running that will run through the nervous system and start to slow it down. Most people in the first 30 seconds to three minutes give up because they feel nothing's happening. If you can pass that three-minute mark, you've already raised your frequency, aligned your immune system and nervous system, and you're well on your way. Even if you stop there, you've already set something energetically in motion. Very powerful. And you do that a couple times a day, bedtime especially, slow your breath. Um, and I'll just, you know, I'll shoot you a couple, you know, just reach out and say, hey, I was on All right. the show we have with you. To, and... We have to stop because okay. we only have a minute to go. Oh. But, oh, my gosh, thank you, Pearl. Thank you for calling in. Thank you. Thank you, Pearl. So, yeah, so, well, I want to thank you, Beth. Hello. Um, you're, you're... Oh, wait a minute. Let me. Okay. Uh, okay. Let me put these people on. Okay. So, um, yes, I want to thank you, Beth. Um, it's been a really wonderful show. We will definitely do this again. Everyone loves you, <laughs> and you are just a wealth of knowledge. It's amazing. Well, thank you. And, um, I again, thank you for having me on, and I hope it brought everybody inspiration. I'd just like to do a quick shout-out. I have an event December 12th, a virtual channeling gallery event online, 12 12- 1220 at 4 p.m. Eastern, and you can go to my website and register for that, or it's on Eventbrite, uh, Beth Lynch on Eventbrite, and you'll see it. And it's a it's a healing for the holidays, messages from spirit and guidance, and that's on December 12th, 
um, at 4 p.m. Eastern, and it'll be a Zoom call. So, and I do them all the time. So it's it's pretty cool to experience. Perfect. Okay. Thank you for sharing that. We'll definitely take yeah, you up on you. that. <laughs> okay, Beth. Great. Have a thank really you. wonderful day. Okay. Goodbye. Okay. You too. Yeah, Beth. Thank you. Bye-bye. Well, we are out of time today, but if you have any comments or questions, you can email me at loveyourlife at randyfine.com. May joy and serenity always be yours. Goodbye. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Visit randyfine.com, R-A-N-D-I-F-I-N-E.com, and be sure to sign up to receive updates on the latest blog posts, events, and upcoming shows. Thank you for listening.